Welcome to Main Menu for the week of March 7 through March 13, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are very pleased to have you with us today here on Main Menu. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We're glad that you've decided to be back with us again today on Main Menu, and we hope that it is a very informative show for you again today. If you're a new listener, welcome aboard. We are very pleased to have you with us today, and we hope that the information that you gain from the show today will be helpful for you in the future and that you will come back and be with us again on Main Menu. Well, we do have a very full show today. We have actually five different presentations. And so let's talk a little bit about what each of those are and then get into those presentations. We're going to start out with Main Menu staff member Mary Emerson. Mary is going to talk to us about Speak Dropbox, which is a Windows program, which will allow you to get more information about what is going on with your Dropbox and things that may be changing or things that may be going on with Dropbox during your time on the computer. Things that maybe you would not ordinarily hear from your screen reader without the Speak Dropbox application installed. It's a very small application. It isn't going to take a whole lot of memory. And so it's something you may be very interested in having if you have a Dropbox on your computer. Then staff member David Woodbridge is going to come along with three different presentations for us. And each of these I think you will find very interesting for a variety of reasons. The first demonstration that David is going to do is using the iTunes radio on your iOS device, whether it's iPhone, iPad, or iTouch. And he's going to go through and show you how to use it and all the different features and so forth. Then he will come back with a second presentation on using the iTunes radio on your MacBook Pro. Whether it's a MacBook Pro or the MacBook Air, he's going to demonstrate how to use that on both of those. And then finally, if you have a Apple TV and a MacBook Pro, this presentation is definitely for you. Maybe you didn't know, or maybe you do know, that the Apple TV remote can interfere with your MacBook Pro. Yes, it can. Well, David is going to demonstrate what happens if you have the MacBook Pro and your Apple TV in the same room and you start using the remote for your Apple TV and you have your MacBook Pro on? Some interesting things happen when you start controlling your Apple TV. He's going to show you what happens and then he's going to tell you how to fix that so that that stops happening and you don't have the interference on your MacBook Pro when you're operating your Apple TV. And then finally, main menu executive producer Chase Crispin comes along and Chase is going to demonstrate for us the Verizon app for iOS and he's going to show us all about the different features and how accessible it is with voiceover and all the really neat things you can do 
with the Verizon app. Of course, that will only apply to those of you who are using Verizon for your cell carrier, but I'm sure there are quite a few of you out there, and so you're probably going to want to know all about this and see how great it works with VoiceOver and grab that app and be able to add to your ease of use of the Verizon network. And that's what's all up here on Main Menu today. You have a great week. We'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu. Here at ACB Radio's Main Menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on Main Menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program. Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson, and today we're going to talk about a really nifty little program for your Windows PC called Speak Dropbox. S-P-E-A-K-D-R-O-P-B-O-X, all written together. And I have the website displayed, and I'm going to spell this out because there are certain letters that are capitalized and certain letters that are not. So let's tab over to that. Speak Dropbox, Google Search Internet Explorer, Speak Dropbox. Okay, and the website is, of course, http colon slash slash www.valiant8086.com with a bunch of stuff after a slash. So let's start with the spelling of all this. I'm just going to arrow across. V-A-L. That's V's and Victor. I-A-N. N is in Nancy. T-8086 period C-O-M slash A. P-P-L-I-C-A-T-I-O-N-S This is applications Slash S-P-E-A-K Cap D-R-O-P-B-O-X Slash And that's the end of it. So that's where you would go to get the program. It speaks the tool tips that come up when something is going on with your Dropbox. And it runs in the background. It also provides very inobtrusive sounds, either without the speech or with the speech, and the sounds will help to alert you that something is going on. And the default is that it starts when your PC starts. And if you want to change or look at any of the settings, you would go to the system tray. So let's go to the system tray. Select the system tray icon dialog, list box, speak drop box, 1 to 14. This is the first item in my system tray, so I'm going to push enter. Context menu, test speech output. You can test a speech output if you like, and there are shortcuts. There's a T after this. I'm just going to arrow down to see what else we have here. Settings submenu. 
There's a submenu, and you would push right arrow to get into this, continuing to down arrow. Speak Dropbox version 9. Activate the check for update. This is how you would check for updates. It does automatically give you a prompt if there is an update when you first enter Speak Dropbox. I was using version 8 and it said do you want to install version 9 and I did of course and it went out and did it. That was automatic but if you want to check for updates in between times you can do it by just pressing enter on this. Down arrow exit, and you can exit and it wraps around to the top. So let's do a test of the speech output. Press enter up to date. It took me out of the system tray, so I'm going to go back into the system tray. Select the system tray icon dialog. List box. Speak drop box. One of 14. Press enter. Context menu. Test speech output. We've already done that. I'm going to arrow down. Settings submenu. Settings. Let's press right arrow to get into the settings. Automatically speak drop box status checked. Play sounds when Dropbox status changes checked. You can turn all of these off if you want to. I have not changed any of the defaults. Let's just keep going down here. Ignore status changes related to downloading file list. And that's unchecked. Speak Dropbox icon hotkey submenu. This hotkey is adjustable and the submenu gives the possible adjustments that you can change this hotkey to if you don't like the default. Let's go to the submenu for this, since this is the last item in the list of four that we're looking at. Alt-Win-D checked unavailable. That's Alt plus Windows plus D, and this is the current default hotkey. Alt-Win-Shift-D. Alt plus Windows plus Shift plus D. Control backslash. Control backslash. Shift control backslash. And shift control backslash is the final choice if you want to change the hotkey to a different combination of keystrokes. There is some documentation that comes with the software. And let's get out of the system tray with Alt F4. Leaving menus. And I'm going to desktop. JAWS. Inbox Mozilla desktop. And I'm going to type C for computer. I've got that on my desktop. I'm using Windows 7. Folder view, list view, computer. Press enter. Computer, items view, multi-select list box, not selected, gateway C. That's my C drive. Gateway C, items view, multi-select. Okay, press P for programs. Perf logs, podcast, program files. Arrow down to program files x86. Press enter and Valiant 8086. Press V to get to Valiant. Press Enter. Shell folder view. Items view list box Speak read only. Box. Items view multi-select list box. Okay, and there's only one item, and that is a Speak Dropbox item. And this is a folder. Speak Dropbox. Highlight it with spacebar. Press Enter. Speak Dropbox. Items view multi-select. We have sounds, and this is a folder where all the WAV files are for the sounds. Down arrow. Changelog. HTML. This is a changelog. Documentation. HTML. This is a documentation, and it's in an HTML file. Down arrow. Speak Dropbox X. That's the EXE executable. Anin 000. That. That's uninstall. Anin 000. X. That's the executable for uninstall. And let's go back up. Unspeak Dropbox X. Documentation. HTML. To the documentation. Speak Dropbox documentation. He really goes into excruciating detail about how this works. 
and I'm going to push H to get through to the various headings. Welcome. Heading level. What is this thing anyway? Head requirements. Heading level. Installation. Heading level. How it works. Heading le- Using the tray menu. Heading le- The keyboard commands. Heading level 1. And I'm going to go past this. Speak Dropbox icon. Alt Windy by default. Heading level 2. And below this it describes what that key does. And then we go to the next heading. Alt Win M heading level 2. Let's arrow down. The old Windows M keyboard shortcut activates the Speak Dropbox tray menu from anywhere with just that key press, giving the user access to the settings. And then it goes on from there. Troubleshooting heading level 1. I just pressed another letter H to get to the troubleshooting heading. Okay, let's get out of this documentation. That is all there is to Speak Dropbox. It just runs in the background and tells you a lot about what's going on with your Dropbox, much more than what you would normally get if you just had Dropbox installed and had your speech turned on. Unfortunately, what is spoken from this program does not show up on your Braille display if you're a Braille user. That's it for this program. I hope you will find it useful and helpful. I certainly have. It's free for the asking and free for the downloading, and it's a tiny little program. It's less than a megabyte. It's very, very small. Thank you for listening. This is Mary Emerson for Main Menu. Welcome to this demonstration of iTunes Radio on iOS. And of course, iOS being your iPhone, iPod Touch, or iPad. And in this demonstration, I'll actually be using my iPhone to demonstrate briefly iTunes Radio. And the reason why I'm doing this demonstration is because February 2014 is when iTunes Radio became available for iOS, the Mac and the Apple TV in Australia. And as of this recording, I've already done recordings for iTunes Radio on the Mac and the Apple TV. So before I get started, let me just say that I've got my iPhone turned on, voiceover is running, and I'm currently sitting at the home screen of my iPhone. And just a reminder about some of the basic voiceover gestures. You can either drag your finger around the screen to read the content on the screen without activating it, a one finger flick left or right to move item by item, and then of course a one finger double tap to activate the last spoken item that you've heard off the screen. So let me touch towards the bottom of the screen to find the music app, because that's where iTunes Radio is located. Safari. Double tap to open. Okay, that's Safari. And as you heard, I've got hints currently enabled. I'm going to do one finger flick to the right. Music. Double tap to open. Okay, there's music. One finger double tap on music. Music. iTunes Radio. History. Button. Okay, so I've going on the history button because I've actually been using iTunes Radio. Now, just let me just show you what's down the bottom of the music app now. So I touch towards the bottom left-hand side of the screen. Selected. Radio. Tab. One of five. Radio is currently selected, and of course that's iTunes Radio. If I do a flick to the right. Genius. Tab. Two of five. Genius tab. Playlists. Tab. Three of five. Playlists. Artists. Tab. Four of five. Artists. More. Tab. Five of five. And the more tab. So if I flick back to the left with one finger. Artists. Playlist. Genius. Selected. Radio. Tab. One of five. And of course, if that wasn't selected, I could do a one-finger double tap like this. Selected. Radio. Tab. One of five. So let me touch towards the top of the screen where that history button was on the left-hand history side. History. Button. And now I'm going to flick to the right with one finger. iTunes Radio. Heading. There's the heading for iTunes Radio. Now playing. Back button. That's the now playing back button. Flick to the right. Featured stations. Heading. 
Here's a heading, fetched stations. Hot today, button. Double tap to start playing the station. Okay, so that's hot today, and as it said, double tap to start playing the station. So these are presets already there for you, in case you don't want to choose or create your own radio station playlist, or channel if you like. So let me flick through with one finger. Hot alternative, button. Double tap to start playing the station. Hot alternative. iTunes hits 80s, 90s and now, button. Double tap to start playing the station. iTunes hits 80s, 90s and today iTunes Festival of SXSW, Performing Artists, button. iTunes Festival. Double tap to start playing the station. Ladies of the 80s, button. Double tap to start playing the station. Ladies of the 80s. Guest host, Bastille, button. Guest host, Bastille. Double tap to start playing the station. 1996, button. 1996. Double tap to start playing the station. Discover, ellipsis, new artists, button. Double tap to start playing okay, the station. Discover new artists. If you like, ellipsis, Bruce Springsteen. If you like button. Bruce Springsteen. Double tap to start playing the station. Classical showcase. Button. Classical showcase. And just then, I'm going to start silencing the speech because that double tap to start playing station can get a little bit ordinary after a while. But I actually want to leave hints turned on for the moment. So flick to the right again. The Beatles radio. Button. The Beatles radio. Spin the globe. Button. Spin the globe. Twitter number music Australia Twitter button. number music Australia edit button edit my stations heading now these are my stations now what I actually did was I searched and created I think at least one of my stations so far uh, folk music but then I also chose the channels that were in that original preset station list such as unwind and that's now in my stations list so if I flick to the right ambient radio button ambient radio techno radio button techno radio and I should say of course to stop the double tap from speaking the hint I'm doing a two-finger touch on the screen every time I go to a new item just for this demo now playing unwind button now playing unwind so that's the channel I'm currently listening to soft rock radio button soft rock radio jazz and radio button jazz radio retro button retro Surfing Hits Radio. Surfing button. Hits Radio. 60s Pop Hits. 60s button. Pop Hits. iTunes Weekly Top 20. Button. iTunes Weekly Top 20. Workout. Button. Workout. Folk Singer Slash Songwriter Radio. But Folk Singer Slash Songwriter. Children's Music Radio. Children's Music button. Radio. New Station. Button. And the New Station button. So if I do a two-finger double tap now for voiceover, I'd start playing that current station Unwind, because that's what I've been previously listening to. But if I flick back to it, one finger flick back to the left. Children's Music Radio. Folk Singer Slash Workout iTunes Weekly Top 60s Pop Hit Surfing Hits Radio Retro Jasmine Radio Soft Rock Radio Now Playing Unwind Button And I do one finger double tap on it Back Back button Okay, it started playing it And of course if I do a two finger double tap I'll stop it playing So I'm currently sitting at the back button The top left hand side of the screen If I flick to the right Info Button That's the info button Flick to the right again $2.19 Button that's the purchase of the song, $2.99 in this case. Album art for Roisin Murphy, overpowered, image. That's album art, image. Track position, 15.7 seconds of 4 minutes, 17 seconds, dimmed. Okay, that's the current track position. Roisin Murphy, you know me better, overpowered. Okay, double tap to show rating. And I can double tap to show the rating as it says. Like or dislike song, button. Like or dislike song. Play, button. The play button. Next track. Button. Next track. Volume. 50%. Adjustable. Okay, and that's volume. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. 
And as it said, one finger swipe up or down to adjust volume. So I flip back to the left. Next track, play, like or dislike song, button. And if I go into like or dislike song, one finger double tap. Roisine Murphy, you know me better, heading. And flick to the right. Play more like this, dimmed, button. I've got play more like this. Never play this song, dimmed, Or never button. play this song. Add to iTunes wish list, button. Add to iTunes wish list. Cancel. Cancel, and that's it for the screen. Now, oddly, even though if I start playing this song now, that never play this song or play more like this buttons are currently greyed out. And as I said in another demo, I can't understand why some of these buttons are greyed out at any particular time or when they're active at a particular time. So don't be surprised when you go into the like or dislike button that it's actually not available for you to access. It's quite strange. So let me just choose the cancel button at the bottom right hand side of the screen. Cancel. One finger double tap. Back. Back button. And we're back to the back button again. If I flick through to the right. Info. Button. Let's have a look in the info button. One finger double tap. Unwind. That's the name of the station. Flick to the right. Done. Button. Roisin Murphy. You know me better. Overpowered. Okay, that's the name of the track. View in iTunes store. Button. You can view it in the iTunes store. $2.19. Button. Twice again. New station from artist. Button. Create a new station from the artist. New station from song. Button. New station from song. Allow explicit tracks. Zero. Button. Allow explicit tracks. Share station. Button. Share station. Sound recording copyright 2007. The copyright in this sound recording is owned by Parlophone Records Limited. Okay, that's the copyright statement, and that's it. And then to just come out of this screen, I can choose the Done button, which is the top right-hand side of the screen that I can just touch on directly. Done button. One finger double tap. Back. Back button. And if I come down towards the bottom of the screen above my Home button, Volume up, Play button. There's the Play button above Volume, and I flick to the right. Next track button. There's the next track. So if I start this current one playing, so I flick back to the left. Play button. Rather than doing a two-finger double tap to start and stop, any audio playing on the iPhone, as I've previously said. Let's get on one finger, double tap the play button. Pause. Okay, and I'm going to go to the next track. So I'm going to flick to the right. Next track, button. One finger, double tap on the next track. Next track, dimmed. Relax and unwind on iTunes Radio. Next track, button. Okay, now if I flick to the left. Pause, button, like or dislike song, button. Okay, now let me see what happens if this like or dislike song now. One finger double tap. Pete Murray, so beautiful, remastered, heading. Okay, that's another track, flick to the right. Play more like this, dimmed, button. That's play more like this is still dimmed. Never play this song, dimmed, And never button. play this song is still dimmed, so it's a bit odd. So I'm going to do a two finger double tap to stop. Okay, we have to access the cancel button out of this screen, so bottom right hand side. Cancel. One finger double tap. Back. Back button. And double tap on the back button again. iTunes Radio. History. Button. And I'm back to the main feature, My Stations screen. And I'm just going to quickly choose another station and start playing that just to show you that it's possible. So flick to the right. iTunes Radio. Now playing. Now featured stations. Heading. So one featured stations. Let me do a two finger rotate around a heading. Characters. Words. Headings. One finger flick down. My stations. Heading. There's my stations. One finger flick to the right. Ambient radio. Button. Let's choose ambient radio. Double tap to start playing the station. One finger double tap to start playing the station as per the help message. Back. Back button. That's the back button. That's visible to go back to the previous screen, which is the feature in my stations screen. And of course, this is ambient radio. And let me come down to the home button and come above it. 
Volume, pause, button. Is pause because it's currently playing. Flick to the left. Like or dislike song, Let's button. have a look at like or dislike song again. One finger double tap. Alvinotto plus Ryuchi Sakamoto. Aveo, heading, to the right. play more like this, button. Play more like this. And that's now active. Okay, so flick to the right. Never play this song, button. Never play this song is now active. So I'm not too sure why it was grayed out on unwind. But it's actually available now in this one. So that's a bit strange. I'm going to do never play this song. And it'll start playing the next track. Back. Back button. And of course, like Pandora and other services, you only get a limited number of dislikes or next actions to go to the next track before you have to start listening to each track. So let me go to the top of the screen. Back. Back button. Of course, if I flick through. Info. Button. $1.69. Album art for Biosphere. Drops and image. Okay, you don't actually have to go into another screen as I've been doing, of course, to find out the name of the current track that's playing. And of course, if I press the home button. Home. Messages. Double tap to open. I'll come back to the main home screen. And as I've previously mentioned a few times, two finger double tap stops the music. Two finger double tap starts the music again. Two finger double tap stop. So what's nice about the lock screen, of course, when it's playing music, it's going to give me the current track that's playing as well. So if I do a two finger double tap to start playing again, and I lock my screen, the power button. Screen locked. And I press the home button to wake it up. Biosphere, sharp track position, 57.2 seconds of 5 minutes, 55 seconds. Okay, that's the track position. It almost said the name. If I flick to the right. Biosphere, Sherbrooke, drops and. There's the name of the track. Like or dislike song, button. There's the like or dislike song. Pause, button. There's the pause button on one finger double tap. Pause. Just stopped it. Flick to the right. Next track, Next button. track. Volume, 50%. Unlock. Button. Back to the unlock button at the bottom of the screen. So I actually find that I tend to listen to iTunes radio once I've chosen my channel. I tend to lock my iPhone because then I can find out very quickly what the current track is playing. Screen locked. From my lock screen, as it just mentioned to me, the fact that my screen's now locked, which means it must be time to end this demo. So as usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Welcome to this demonstration of playing iTunes Radio on your Mac, which has recently become available in Australia in February 2014, which is the main reason I'm doing this demo. I'm also doing demos on the Apple TV and also iTunes Radio on iOS, i.e. the iPhone, the iPad and the iPod Touch, although I'll probably just use one iOS device to do those demos. Okay, so first of all, let me just say that I've got my Mac Air turned on, voiceover's running, and as usual, let me go to the desktop with the voiceover command shift VOD, and of course the VO keys being the control and option keys held down together, and I'll do that now. Shift VOD or shift control option D. Desktop, Macintosh HD volume. Now we need to go to the applications folder in order to access iTunes. Applications, now in Applications window. And of course to get to Applications folder in Finder, I just press the Mac keyboard shortcut key, Shift-Command-A. To jump down to iTunes, I'm just going to type in ITU on the keyboard. iTunes app application. Okay, so there's iTunes. I'm going to open it up with Command-O. Open. iTunes, iTunes window. 
podcast table, no selection, has keyboard focus. Now I've been listening to podcasts. Now in order to get to iTunes radio, I need to bring up the music source option. So I'm going to jump quickly to the edit field. And of course, on the Mac with iTunes, that's option command F to take me to this search edit field. Search library, search text field. And of course, that takes me very close to the source button. So if I go to the right with VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Podcast pop-up button. That's the pop-up button for the source list. I press the space bar. Interact with table, row five of nine, selected. And I'm going to VO up arrow, control option up arrow to get to music. TV shows, movies, music. And select that with VO space bar, control option space bar. Music pop-up button. Okay, now if I press VO right arrow, control option right arrow, we're going to get all the different options for music playing on your Mac, which will also include iTunes radio. So I'm going to do VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Music in the cloud is available for David. <laughs> Thank you. Keep going. Radio, selected radio button, one of nine. So I've got nine options now. Radio is selected, and that's actually iTunes radio. The previous internet radio stations are still on there as well. If I quickly go through these tabs or radio buttons as voiceover calls them, we've got of course the first one's radio which is currently selected. Songs radio button two of nine. Songs. Albums radio button three of nine. Albums. Artists radio button four of nine. Artists. Genres radio button five of nine. Genres. Videos radio button six of nine. Videos. Playlists radio button seven of nine. Playlists. Internet radio button eight of nine. Internet, which is actually internet radio. Match radio button nine of nine. And iTunes match. So radio, or in this case iTunes radio is selected. If it wasn't already selected, I could just press VO spacebar control option spacebar to select it. And of course I then could just keep doing VO right arrow control option right arrow. But if I keep going now... My less button. iTunes store button. My stations grid no selection. Three rows. Five columns. That's my stations control, which is currently in a table. And that, of course, is exactly the bottom of the screen. So if I jump to the top of the screen with shift function VO left arrow. Up next button. Okay, and if I jump to the bottom of the screen with shift function VO right arrow. My stations grid no selection. Okay, so... If you were to select the radio on that group of nine radio buttons, that voiceover calls it again, I could then just quickly jump down to the bottom of the screen with shift function VO right arrow and not have to do VO right arrow to get over to the table to begin with. Okay, so it just makes it a bit faster. So let me interact with the table now. So my stations with shift VO down arrow, shift control option down arrow. Interact with my stations grid no selection. Three rows, five columns, ambient radio, one of 13. Okay, that first one is ambient radio. Now these are the stations that I've added to, if you like, my favorites or my stations from my iPhone. And of course also the Apple TV as well. So that's ambient. Now if I just do VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Techno radio, two of 13. Techno radio. Unwind, three of 13. Unwind. Soft rock radio, 4 of 13. Soft rock radio. Jazz on radio, 5 of 13. Jazz radio. Retro, 6 of 13. Retro, and you just have to go into the next row. Keep going to the right with VR right arrow, control option right Surfing hits radio, 7 of 13. Surfing hits radio. 60s pop hits, 8 of 13. 60s pop hits. iTunes weekly top 20, 9 of 13. iTunes weekly top 20. Workout, 10 of 13. Workout. 
Now a few of these were already in by the way, the default preset playlist for iTunes Radio if you like, and I just chose them to be in my favourites as well. Okay, so let's keep going. VR writer, contraption writer. Folk singer slash songwriter radio, 11 of 13. Okay, I'm going down to the next row. Keep going to the right VR writer, contraption writer. Children's music radio, 12 of 13. Children's music radio. Featured stations. Add the station. Settings. Group, 13 of 13. Okay, this is to look at the other featured stations that iTunes Radio is currently displaying and also to add a station. So I need to interact with that group, so we need to interact again with the Shift VO Dinner command, Shift Control Option Dinner. Interact with Featured Stations, Add the Station, Settings, Group, 13 of 13. Three items, Featured Stations, Grid No Selection. One row, 13 columns. Three items, Featured Stations, Grid No Selection. Okay, now if I just double check my voiceover cursor with VO F3 or Control Option F3. Featured Stations, Grid is in the voiceover cursor. No okay, select. That's the featured stations, and that's another table to interact with. All right, but if I do VO writer contraption writer, add the station button. That's to add a station. Allow explicit off switch. And that's the explicit toggle switch. So if I just go back to the left, add the station button. Featured stations grid no selection. Of course, I did that with VO left arrow contraption left arrow. I interact with that feature table now. Interact with featured stations grid no selection. One row, 13 columns, hot today, one of 13. Okay, so I've got hot today, and the same idea with the my stations or my favorite stations. I'm just going to use VO writer, control option writer to go across the row, down to the next row, and keep going. So that was hot stations. So VO writer, control option writer. Hot alternative, two of 13. Hot alternative. iTunes hits, 80s, 90s, and now, three of 13. iTunes hits. Now keep in mind, when you hear this demo, some of these options in this favorites list from iTunes radio itself will be different. So let's keep going. iTunes festival at SXSW performing artists 4 of 13. iTunes festival. Guest host Bastille 5 of 13. Guest host Bastille in this case. 1996 6 of 13. 1996 so music from 1996. When I did the demo for the Apple TV and iTunes radio I think the playlist there for the year was 1984 I think. Okay, let's get going to the right with VO Writer, Control Option Runner. Discover New Artists, 7 of 13. Discover New Artists. If you like Bruce Springsteen, 8 of 13. If you like Bruce Springsteen. Ladies of the 80s, 9 of 13. Ladies of the 80s. Classical Showcase, 10 of 13. Classical Showcase. The Beatles Radio, 11 of 13. Beatles Radio. Spin the Globe, 12 of 13. Spin the Globe. Twitter Number Music, Australia, 13 of 13. Twitter Number Music Australia. Now if you want to play any of these stations, i.e. the favourite list here, or in my stations table, let's just go back to it and I'll just show you how to start playing it. So via left arrow controls and left arrow. Spin the Globe. The Beatles Radio. Classical Showcase, 10 of 13. Let's choose Classical Showcase. I'm going to bring up the context menu with Shift VOM or Shift Control Option M. Menu, two items. And if I come down arrow. Add to my stations. I can add that channel to my stations. If I come down one more. Play Classical Showcase. I can start playing Classical Showcase. And of course if I do VO Spacebar, Control Option Spacebar. Closing Menu, Classical Showcase, 10 of 13. Okay, so I started playing iTunes Classic Radio. And of course, start with the shortcut keys on the keyboard. I'm going to do F8. Okay, I'll stop it playing. Now, if I want to find out what song's playing, because I'm still on this table, if I do VO, right arrow, control option, right arrow. The Beatles Radio, 11 of 13. I'm still on this table. So I need to interact several times to come out of these tables, groups, and tables. 
So I'm going to interact first time with Shift VO up arrow, Shift Control up arrow. Stop interacting with featured stations grid no selection. And that was the featured stations. Uninteract again. Stop interacting with featured stations. Add the station settings group 13 of 13. And I'm back to that initial group. I'm going to uninteract again. Stop interacting with my stations grid no selection. Three rows, five columns. Okay, and I'm now out of the original table, which was my stations. So now I'm going to jump to the top of the screen with Shift Function via left arrow. LCD section. Get to the LCD section. Interact with that with Shift VO dinner, Shift Control from dinner. Interact with LCD section. Seven items. Mass for five voices. Gloria next Chelsea Neo. Okay, and that's what's playing currently. I do VO right arrow control option right arrow. Action menu button. This is my action menu, so I can do VO space bar control option space bar. Add to iTunes wish list, row one of eight. Okay, I can add to iTunes wish list. And let me just go through these options with VO right arrow control option right arrow. New station from artist. Create a new station from the artist. New station from song. New station from song. Share station. Share station. Add to my stations. Add to my stations. Row six of eight empty cell. That's empty. Row 7 of 8 empty cell. Empty. Show in iTunes store. And the last option is show in iTunes store. I'm just going to come out of that pop-up with the escape key. Action menu button. And I'm going to interact with the LCD area. Stop interacting with LCD section. And I'm just going to go back and choose another station just to show how quick it is. It's going to go down to the bottom of the screen. My stations grid no selection. Three rows, five columns. Interact with the table. Interact with my stations grid no selection. Come down to unwind. Techno rip. Unwind, three of 13. Pick up the context menu. Menu, two items. Delete. And there's now delete because now it's in my stations rather than adding it. I can delete it from my stations or. Play, unwind. Okay, I can play unwind now. So select that. Closing menu, unwind, three of 13. ITunes Radio on one channel. Of course, I can use Command Down Arrow. Decrease volume. Decrease volume. And I'll turn the volume down on the iTunes Radio or the music playing. And of course, I can do Command Up Arrow to keep increase the volume. And if I do Command Right Arrow. Next. Okay, I've brought up the next track playing in this channel, Unwind. And of course, if I want to check what the song is playing, uninteract. Stop interacting with my station's grid. No. Top screen. LCD section. Interact. Interact with LCD section. Seven items. Drive. Okay. Drive. Action menu button. Check my action menu again with VR spacebar. Add to iTunes wish list. Row one of seven. And add to iTunes wish list. New station from artist. New station, New station from, from song. Share station. Share station. Row five of seven empty cell. Row six of seven. Show an iTunes store. Okay, same as before. Escape. Action menu button. If I do VR right arrow shops runner. Two dollars and nineteen cents button. Okay, I can buy it if I want to buy the some kind of plane. Incubus, make yourself unwind. Okay, that's the whole channel title. Up next button. That's up next. Elapsed time, fifty-seven. It's elapsed time. Two fifty-two button. Two fifty. That's the end of that particular LCD area. Interact. Stop interacting with LCD section. Switch to mini player button. I can switch to the mini player. Full screen button. Full screen. Action menu button. Add to iTunes wish list. Row one of one. Add to iTunes wish list. Add to. 
and that's all that's in that particular item. Press escape. Action menu button. Yeah, run it. Right right Pause button. Pause button. Next button. Next button. 43.5%. Volume slider. That's my volume setting. Airplay pop up button. Airplay. Search library. Search text field. And we're back to the search edit field for the normal iTunes search, depending on what source item you're on. And of course, if I do F8, I'll stop the music playing as well. And of course, if I wanted to get back to my normal music, I'm still on the search edit field. So if I do VR right arrow, control option right arrow. Music pop-up button. That's my music pop-up button still. Music in the cloud is available for David Radio, songs, radio button, two of nine, albums, radio button, three of nine. And I can select albums. Press albums, radio button, three of nine. So I jump now to the bottom of the screen. Album, grid, no selection. There's my table for my list of albums that I could listen to locally rather than streaming off the internet, in this case on iTunes Radio. What I've noticed in doing this demonstration, that action menu is also supposed to come up with please don't play this track again or I like this track. Sometimes that appears and sometimes it doesn't and I haven't worked out where in particular that item comes up. So keep in mind that you can do that, but every time I've tried to narrow it down to where exactly it comes up, I can't locate it. So just be aware of that, but you definitely you can do it if you can find it. So let me just close down iTunes with Command Q. Quit it. Finder. Applications window. Close my Applications window with Option Command W. Close all. Now in Desktop. And that concludes this brief demonstration of playing iTunes Radio on your Mac using VoiceOver. As usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Welcome to this quick Apple TV remote demo of a tip which is extremely annoying if you happen to be using both your MacBook Pro and the Apple TV in the same room because as we all know the Apple TV remote affects the MacBook Pro. So I'll just show you what happens first of all and I'll show you how to fix it. So at the moment I've got my MacBook Pro on my lap. I've got the Apple TV turned on in front of me. Now I'm actually going to navigate the Apple TV by just pressing the right arrow on the remote. Trailers. Button. Two of six. Okay, so far so good. If I press the up arrow on the remote though. TV shows. Button. Two of five. Okay, I've just affected the volume on my MacBook Pro. In fact, I've just turned it up by one increment. So if I press right arrow. Music. iTunes radio. Computers. Button. Five of five. Okay, so if I want to come off that menu, come back down to the main home row of the Apple TV. Settings. Button. Okay. Five or six. It's come down, but I've also turned the volume down. Now the really irritating thing which really annoys my son when he's using my MacBook Pro in this room where the Apple TV is, if I now press play on my remote for the Apple TV. Okay, I've also started iTunes playing now. And of course if I now press the left button on the remote. It goes back to the beginning of the track. If I press the right on the remote, General, button, I've gone to the next track in iTunes on the MacBook Pro as well. And of course, if I press play pause, I've stopped the music playing. And in this case, it didn't respond on the Apple TV. So it's a little bit hit and miss. I prefer to have it separated so that the Apple TV remote affects the Apple TV and I just play if I like the function keys on the MacBook Pro or just go to iTunes and use it normally. 
or I could just leave it the way it is and drive my children crazy. So I was going to show you where to change it to stop the Apple TV remote affecting that. So I'm actually going to go to my dock on my Mac. Dock. System preferences, 15 of 30. Okay, I'm going to activate that. System preferences. System preferences, window, toolbar. Press tab a few times to get into the main area. Even toolbar. General button. Now we want to get down to security and privacy. So I'm typing SE. Security and privacy button. Activate that. Press security and privacy. Security and privacy window toolbar. And I'm going to get over to general tab. General selected tab one to four. And that's already selected. If it wasn't, I could just select it. That's going to jump to the bottom of the window. Help button. And come back a couple. Advanced dim button. Now I need to go into advanced, but I need to unlock it because I'm on an admin account. Click the lock to make changes. Uncheck checkbox. Click the lock to make changes. I'm going to select that. Check. Authentication window. Secure edit text as keyboard focus. Type in my admin password. Selection system preferences. Security and privacy window. Click the lock to prevent further changes. Check yeah, checkbox. Just go to the right. Advanced button. There's advanced. Press select interact that. with dialog for window. Security and privacy. Log out after. Check checkbox. Okay, to the bottom of the window. Okay. Default come back. Help pair. This computer will work with any available remote. Disable remote control infrared receiver. Uncheck checkbox. Disable infrared remote receiver, which is what I want to do. So check that. Checked. Disable remote control infrared receiver. Checkbox. Okay. Now if I go to the right. This computer will not work with any remote. Okay. So I've confirmed that, and now I can just press enter. Closing dialog. And I'm back on the advanced button. Now I'm going to go to the left. Click the lock to prevent further changes. Check and I'm going to select that. Unchecked. Click the lock to prevent further changes. Checkbox. Screensaver. That's my Apple TV going to sleep. Let me just press the remote now to wake it up. In settings. General. Button. One of eight. If I now press the back button on the Apple TV remote now. In main menu. Settings. Button. Five of six. Okay. And if I press up arrow. Computers. Button. Five of five. Okay. Down arrow. Settings. Button. Five or six. I'll press select on the remote. In settings. General. Button. One of eight. Okay, as you can tell, it's only affecting the Apple TV. It's now not affecting the volume on the MacBook Pro, nor is it stopping and starting and going to the previous and next track in iTunes either. So that's just a quick tip to stop the Apple TV remote from affecting your MacBook Pro particularly if you're using both in the same room and you don't want the Apple TV remote affecting your MacBook Pro. That completes this demo. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Hello Main Menu listeners, this is Chase Crispin and today I'm here to demonstrate a very accessible, very easy to use app for the iPhone and this will be especially of interest to any of you that are Verizon wireless customers for your cell phone. The My Verizon app is free on the Apple App Store and it really allows you to control all aspects of your Verizon account as well as monitor your usage. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the demo of the app. I'm going to first say that my iPhone 5S is currently turned on. I am using VoiceOver and I'm currently on the home screen focused right on the My Verizon icon. So if I just tap where My Verizon icon is, my Verizon. You hear My Verizon, and I can open this app by double tapping. My Verizon. Sign into My Verizon Mobile. 
Since I'm not currently signed in, it tells me I have to sign into my Verizon. My Verizon Mobile. Four zero two five. Now it, in this case, because I've logged in before, remembers my username. Your username is usually your phone number, and it's usually the phone number of the primary account holder or the person that actually pays the bill. And so if you weren't already signed in, or if you hadn't signed in previously, you would double tap to enter the text field and just type in your phone number to begin the login process. If I flick right, sign me in button. There's a sign me in button, which will take me to the next step. I need to register or button. you could flick right and double tap. I need to register if you were a Verizon customer, but you had never signed up for their online Verizon options. Sign me in button. I'm going to double tap on sign me in. Sign me in. Sign in as a different user. If, for some reason, you wanted to sign in as a different user, it does give you that option. If I flick to the secret right... Secret question. It does want to know the answer to a secret question before I can actually log in and enter my password. What is the last name of your best friend? Answer. Secure. Text field. So, I flicked right. It's asking the security question that it just read out, and I can double tap. Insertion point at end. And enter Secure. The text field and I can is enter editing the answer answer to the question once i've entered my answer i can flick to the right forgot my answer there's an option for forgot my answer if i flick right again continue button here's continue i'll double tap here continue and now it's Connecting. going to bring us to the screen asking Couple us for relaxing our at beach password. elevated view image now everyone has a security image that just reminds you that it's you you, you are supposed to pick a picture that reminds you of something or, or just allows you to know that you're logging into the correct account. So it just read you a description of people on a beach. Remember my password. First of all, here's a checkbox, which it doesn't read if it's checked or not. Asking you if you want it to remember your password or ask, it, ask you for it each time you log in. If it is asking you for your password each time, you do need to double tap here to select it. But I do have it selected. VoiceOver just does not read the state of the checkbox. If I flick right again. Remember this device. You can have it remember this device so that it doesn't ask you a security question each time you log in. It just lets you get directly into the app. If I flick right again. Continue button. We hear continue. Now, if I wanted to enter my password, I would have flicked left from where it put us to enter my password into the edit box. But it actually already remembers my password because I have the remember my password box checked. So I can simply double tap on continue. Continue. It is now logging me into the Verizon app. My Verizon mobile. The first thing you hear after logging in is My Verizon Mobile. That's just the heading at the top of the page that the app displays, and that is the name of the app. There's nothing you can really do with that, so we'll just flick to the right. Home. Home would bring us back to the home screen of the app that we're currently looking at if you're on any other page. Bill. Bill, if you double tapped here with VoiceOver, it would give you information about your bill. We'll be looking at this in just a minute. Plan. Plan will allow you to go into there and change your plan, change the amount of minutes or texting or usage you have, all that kind of stuff you can change under plan. Device. Device will give you information about your current device that you're using and when you're eligible to upgrade and how much it would cost to upgrade to a new device. Profile. Profile would allow you to control your Verizon wireless profile, like your contact information and all that kind of stuff that allows you to log into the My Verizon app and the Verizon wireless website. If I flick to the right. Usage summary. When I flick right next, you hear Usage Summary, and now this is going to display all of the current usage. Details. It's saying details, which is meaning that it's going to show me details about usage. Four, zero. Now, I have a shared plan, and so there are two different phones or two different phone numbers within this account, and so it's going to show both of them, both, both lines usage on this home screen of the app. And so this is the first number, if I flick right. 
Shared minutes. We hear shared minutes. 386. That's the number of shared minutes that have been used. Slash UNLMTD. And you hear slash when I flick right unlimited. If you had a certain number of minutes, you might have heard 386 slash 1000 or something like that telling you how much you've used. If I flick right again. Shared messages. Shared messages. 569. That's the number of messages used. Slash UNLMTD. Again, out of unlimited. Shared data. Shared data. 0.938 gigabytes. That's in gigabytes, so that's almost one gigabyte. And slash four gigabytes. This is not out of unlimited, unfortunately. This is out of four gigabytes. If I flick right. Cycle ends 03 slash 10 slash 2014. That's when the billing cycle ends or when the usage will reset. If I flick right again. 402. This is the other line on the account, which in this case is my phone number. Shared minutes. If I flick right. 386 slash UNLMTD. Now, since these are shared minutes, we share minutes, texting, and data. You hear that. All of the usage is the same, and since this is shared and it'll be the same, I'm going to skip just to save time past the data and the texting usage, but once you get past that, we will pick up with the demo, and that usage will be exactly the same. So once I get past the amount of shared data... Most popular links. The bottom of every page of the My Verizon app that loads, it's going to give you most popular links. Change features. Such as changing your features of your account, like device insurance, or adding a line, or the amount of usage, texting minutes, etc. you can have. Pay bill. You could pay your bill right within the app. Change billing address. Change your billing address if you move and want them to send your bill to a different place. Edit email address. Edit the email address they use to contact you when you have gone over your amount of data or texting you're allowed, or when you can upgrade your device, they'll send you an email. Change voicemail password. If you've forgotten your voicemail password, you can change it here. Workshops and appointments. And this option will allow you to see any of Verizon's numerous workshops, events, and appointments that you can do within your area at a local Verizon store. Purchase accessories. We could also shop the online Verizon store to shop for device accessories like extra chargers, headphones, extra batteries, cases, all that kind of stuff. You could take a look at all of that within the app and then go to the online Verizon store to purchase something and have it shipped to you. Verizon Internet, TV and home phone. If you are interested in exploring more about Verizon's home phone, high-speed internet, or cable TV, you could double-tap here and read all of that information about the Verizon services other than cell phone service that's available in your area. We won't look at this here because it will vary depending on your location, but you can get that information from within this app. If I flick right again, sign out, we could sign out. Now the Verizon app will actually sign you out after about an hour after you've logged in. So if someone picks up your phone, they can't access your bill or anything like that because it will sign you out after a little while. But if you want to be safe and sign yourself out immediately when you're done using this app, you can tap sign out here. Verizon support. We also can get Verizon technical support either with the app, the website, or even just with your device if you have questions. Feedback. You could give them feedback about the app. Privacy policy. Or Link. view the privacy policy to see how your information is used. Now, one thing to mention is that when we were looking at the usage, you could have double-tapped on the amount of usage, amount of text, or data, and it would have broke down specific information about how much of each type each line has used, as well as, for example, on the minutes, it would show you night and weekend minutes if you have those, mobile-to-mobile -mobile minutes, friends and family minutes, so you could see all of the minutes that have been used and the breakdown of how those are, as opposed to just the total used. So if you're interested in that, you can double tap on either minutes to get minutes details, texts, or data. 
Now I flick right again, and you hear VoiceOver make its little chime it makes when you're at the bottom of the screen, meaning there's no other options here. There's a couple other things I want to look at, so I'm going to move back to the top of the screen with a four-finger single tap at the top of the My screen. Verizon Mobile. I'm going to flick right. Home. Bill. And I'm going to double tap on Bill to see what options we have regarding the bill. Bill. Bill Overview. So when we flick right, we hear Bill Overview. If I flick right. Make payment. We could make a payment. Current balance. We, it also shows us our current. $199.78. Current balance. Payment due. When the payment is due to be paid to Verizon. 03-05-2014. Bill Options. If I flick right, you hear Bill Options. And if I flick right again. View Usage. You can view your usage, which is what we were just doing on the home screen of the app. Pay Bill. You could pay your bill, submit a payment from within the app. View bill. View your bill if you wanted to see the breakdown of individual charges that make up your bill. Set up and manage auto pay. If you would like Verizon to automatically deduct money from your account to pay your bill, you could set up auto pay here. Manage payment accounts. You could manage your payment accounts. Manage paperless billing. Manage paperless billing if you prefer to do all of your bills online. Request copy of last bill. You could request the copy of your last bill. View payment history. View your payment history if you wanted to see how much money you've sent to Verizon over the last few months. Sign out. And then we're back to the sign out and other options that are available at the bottom of the screen. So that's really all there is to the Verizon app. We could, of course, go look at device, which would tell us our upgrade date and the current device we're using or change our plan and add a, add a line, change the amount of texts you can send, add device insurance, all that kind of stuff. But really, this is very straightforward. The options do exactly what they say, and it's all accessible. So that's where I'm going to conclude the demo of this for today. I'm Chase Crispin. Thank you for listening to this demo. I hope you found it helpful, and we'll see you right here on Main Menu next week. All of us here on the Main Menu staff work hard every day to make sure we're covering all of the technology that you may request. We are always looking at the latest technology news and product releases and attempt to bring you the latest and the best coverage of all new accessible products. If you think we've missed something or you have a certain product that you want to make sure we review, or if there's something we have not yet covered that you're curious about, please let us know and we will do our best to cover whatever it is that you suggest. To contact us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or find our email address or Twitter info on our website as well to get in contact with us. Our website is at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Please contact us with any ideas that you have for the program so that we can continue to be the best radio show covering assistive technology on the internet. And thank you for listening to Main Menu on ACB Radio Mainstream, where your listening is our business. Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu. <laughs>